what we're going to do. I'm just going to punch it this way and take it from there. Welcome to the Dean Leggy Show here on Dog Post. It's another, well, tonight's Wednesday night, so sorry about that. Typically, I do these on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but last night, there was so much going on with the elections and the college basketball season starting. Uh, we pushed it to Wednesday night. But no better time than now to talk about Georgia-Auburn. The uh, Auburn Tigers travel to Georgia. They are about a 14-point dog uh, heading into Athens. Uh, that is a um, significant, what we would call, we what I would call a significant uh, number. Not an ideal number, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Georgia's favored in a big way. And uh, understandably so, this is a um, an important game for both schools, really. I mean, if you start talking about uh, where um, Gus Malzahn and company are uh, coming into this game with Alabama uh, coming up, you know, this is a this is an important game for Auburn. They're going to need to be able to run the ball. If they don't run it, um, if they struggle the way that they did uh, against Texas A&M at times. That's not going to work. Um, the way that they beat Texas A&M was uh, what I would call not ideal. But, hey, you know, you win, you win. And they certainly did win uh, on Saturday. But I, I got to say I was not impressed. This is an Auburn team that needs to be jump-started. It doesn't – I mean, obviously, if you listen to what's coming out of Auburn this week, it looks like Gus Malzahn will be back. It also looks like Auburn is trying to – make this game um, uh, earlier in the season, which I don't think that Georgia is going to be playing that ball game, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I don't know. Um, we'll just see how that goes. Uh, I, I think Georgia likes it in November. Uh, and I think that uh, if, if everybody had their way, they'd keep it in November. I think Auburn's biggest issue right now is that they want uh, they want to have home and home again or home and away with Auburn and with Alabama and Georgia, which I get that, but um, you know we're in this situation because of um, the expansion in 2012, uh, and so that should have been in 2013 a home Georgia game, but it turned out not to be, uh, which is a, a <clears throat> long story. Uh, everyone knows what happened in that game. But nonetheless, we're here. It is Wednesday night. We're going to talk about Georgia-Auburn. Really a game Georgia should win relatively easily. Um, but this game has a history of, you know, um, complicated stuff um, in terms of the underdog playing well. Um, 1999, 1996. Uh, 2006, so it does happen, um, and well, and in 2016, the underdog with a big win, for sure, for Georgia at the time, so uh, it's not like it's unheard of, it is hard to see that this season for a couple of different reasons, um, mainly that Auburn is really just struggling to score the ball, excuse me, to run the ball lately, and their entire offense is predicated, of course, on the run. We've got the Bank South keys to the game up there on the screen, as you can see. Uh, I'm going to get those in a second, whether you're buying your first home, building your dream home, or moving up to finally having that man cave to watch the dogs on Saturdays. 
You needed a lender that can get you across the goal line to the closing table. Bank South Mortgage makes your part of getting a home loan easy with their Ready Loan mobile app. Download the Ready Loan app from the App Store or Google Play Store today to get started on your loan application and let the experienced team at Bank South Mortgage help guide you home. Bank South Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS 690971. Bank South has been extremely supportive of Dog Post. And uh, we are, I, I cannot encourage you enough to go visit uh, Bank South in your local communities or check out banksouth.com. Uh, or go, as, as uh, the, the advertisement says, go just d download the Ready, um, the Ready Loan mobile app. Give you the ability just kind of to look around. You know, maybe you, you want to uh, check out moving. Maybe you want to do a, um, you know, a line on your house to do something else. You know, whoever knows. But Bank South's been great to dog post, and um, I can't, I cannot thank them enough. And I'm very appreciative of Bank South this uh, season. Help us out uh, with those who help us out. Here are the uh, Bank South keys to the Georgia Auburn game. Georgia Auburn, what a classic rivalry in college football. A true rivalry, not one of these made-up rivalries it feels like we have more and more and more of. I mean, you know, it's hard to really say Georgia-South Carolina is a true rivalry or Georgia-Tennessee is a true rivalry when you compare it to Georgia-Auburn, Georgia-Florida, and Tech-Georgia. Uh, I just, I, I know that I talked about this a lot, you know, after the game. Uh, when Georgia beat Florida, uh, it's really it's it's really hard to capture that feeling uh, when you beat Tennessee or South Carolina. The games just don't quite feel the same as they do with Georgia's traditional three rivals. But that's you know another story, I guess, for another day. In this case, if you're Georgia, you want to uh, attack Auburn's run game. I talked about this a lot at the beginning of the show. If they can't run, they're, I mean, they're not going to win back-to-back -back weeks where they're running for 20 yards. I mean, that's just not going to happen, and, um, you know, that's all there is to it. So for Georgia, that they are getting a little bit healthy right now is a good thing. It's time for them to uh, continue the play on the defensive line that they had this week. I mean, Jonathan Ledbetter was extremely impassioned after the game uh, with Kentucky talking about, you know, who could – who could rush the passer and Georgia couldn't stop the run and all this stuff. So Ledbetter was pretty fired up. And you saw that from Georgia's defense, generally speaking. Maybe it's that they had some younger linebackers in there at times. Uh, maybe it was just that Jordan Davis has come along in these last two games. And, you know, when Georgia's wanted to slow slash stop the run, they've done it. You know, we'll see with Auburn. Now, Auburn, obviously, everyone watching and listening to this knows is not the traditional – uh, offense in terms of how they do it run-based. But uh, you're going to have to play a little bit of quasi-option football. You're going to have to win on the edges. You're going to have to chicken fight on the edges and win those out there. Uh, but you definitely don't want to give up the middle. Uh, that's when you're going to really have some issues. Uh, that goes without saying in any run situation. Number two, Georgia coming off of 300-some-odd yards rushing against Kentucky. Uh, I would say the number two bank south key to the game is running, running, and running some more. We didn't see a ton of Brian Harrion uh, this past week, but uh, when you know Elijah and uh, DeAndre Swift are going for 18 and 16 yards and 100 plus each, you gotta wonder how you know if you got those guys all juiced and lubed up, 
why would you go with someone else? So you saw Herian a little bit. You saw Justin Fields for sure. Uh, I would attack Auburn. They have a very good defensive line. But if you watch the Texas A&M game this past week, you can definitely run on them for sure. And you can run early, and apparently you can run early and often on Auburn. So we'll see if Coach G has got them ready. Um, they've got a real big challenge uh, coming to them in Athens. And then number three, this really is, is pretty important. Do not give Auburn any real hope of winning this game. Now, what, what does that mean exactly? 2016, Auburn scores a touchdown. 2014, Auburn scores a touchdown. 2012, Auburn scores a touchdown. Uh, 2011, uh, excuse me, 2012 was not in Athens. That was in Auburn. Uh, 2011, Auburn scores a touchdown. 2009, 24-20, uh, or 24-17. It's, it's, you know, Georgia has really strangled Auburn in Athens in a way that Auburn has, Auburn has beaten Georgia badly in Auburn. So obviously the um, the 2017 game when they knock off number one Georgia, but the 2010 game was a pretty solid beating by Auburn number one number two Auburn at the time. But for the most part in Athens, Auburn has struggled to put together some points, and those have almost those have all been Gus Malzahn offenses nine, 11, 14, uh, 15, uh, 14, 16. Uh, and now we'll just see what happens with 18. So th this really is about making certain that you are barreling still towards the um, the playoff. If you you know your your chances go down dramatically if you do not win this game. Uh, obviously, obviously, you have to handle business in a couple of weeks. Losing uh, losing this game would be. It would shoot a hole into your chances of getting to the playoff. Uh, they're going to be tough enough already as it is with Alabama being in the way. But uh, you've got to win this game, needless to say. Uh, and I think they will. I think Auburn is uh, – feels like Auburn's running on fumes. I've gotten a chance to watch them play a fair amount. They really fought LSU. That game was at home. You're seeing, too, that home field does matter, you know, still. Obviously, this past week, the two biggest games, the road team wins. Uh, but take a look at Georgia LSU. Take a look at LSU Florida. Take a look at, uh, you know, Auburn, Texas A&M. I mean, there, there are a lot of games where the home team may not be the better team, but they go on to win. I mean, I don't think anyone would confuse uh, Florida being better than LSU, but they won. So this is what happens sometimes in sports, but... If you are if you are Georgia, you want to grab a hold of Auburn and just give them no hope at all. If you can, it's tough. Auburn has really struggled in Athens, like I just said. Generally speaking, though, the Tigers are going to have to start playing better offensively if they win in order to win this game. Georgia has been not quite as explosive um, offensively. They've only been scoring thirty five and thirty seven points a game, and not forty. That's still a bunch of touchdowns. I'm going to have to look up real quick. The last time Auburn scored that number, uh, now they, they they beat they beat Ole Miss pretty solidly, but they have not lit up the scoreboard. I mean, if you look at their entire season in totality, they don't score 30 against Washington. They score 63 against Alabama State, obviously. 
do not score 30 against LSU. Do not uh, they score 34 against Arkansas? Do not score 30 against Southern Miss. Do not score 30 obviously against Mississippi State, a game they lose significantly, and then they come back and do not score 30 against Tennessee. Shameful, look really really bad. And then uh, they score 31 against Mississippi, and they don't score 30 against A&M. You know, look, they're going to have to score some points. And if, if they don't score points, then the Deep South's oldest rivalry is going to be a lopsided affair. It's going to be one of those games where, you know, Georgia will have its way with Auburn and Athens. Could I see a loss? I'm, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. I mean, I just – Georgia's playing too well all of a sudden. They are um, picking up steam in a way that, you know, the way that if they are your team, you want to see them play. They are playing well. Uh, they are uh, surging towards the end. That's not exclusive to them, by the way. But, um, you know, I think Clemson has picked up and played well lately. Um, Alabama obviously has been playing well, generally speaking. And then you also have uh, Michigan serving notice that they are playing well. To me, just if you eyeball test, I would put Michigan at three, Georgia at four, and Notre Dame at five, uh, and then Oklahoma. Notre Dame doesn't seem super scary to me, but they've got the win over Michigan, and maybe that's sort of all we're worried about these days. And that's fine, too. I mean, they earned that win. They deserve it. They should be in front of Michigan. But in terms of eyeball test, you know, Michigan's playing better. And it's looking like James Franklin's, you know, what do you describe it as? Um, I don't even know if it was a honeymoon, but people are starting to catch on. Hey, this guy's not that great. I mean, he's okay. He's solid, you know, whatever. But he's, you know, that's a brutal division. They They managed to win the conference one time. But... The way they lost to Michigan with just some weird decisions um, from James Franklin, you know, that's a that's another story for another day. But for Georgia, uh, this game here, you know, you get to try to continue your death grip that you've had on Auburn, with the exception of the 2017 game. I mean, you, the, the 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 regular season game. You look at you know the conference championship, obviously a lopsided win, lopsided loss at Auburn in 17. It, it, a gutty upset win in 2016 in Athens and 15, a gutty win over not very good. Both, both teams, not very good. Obviously the, the Todd Gurley game in 14, you lose on a miracle play in 13 and 12. You totally smoke Auburn in 11. You totally smoke Auburn. And then obviously number one, Auburn and uh, wins in Auburn. Number two, Auburn wins in Auburn. When Cam was there, had to, had to rally to win, but they were the better team in one. And then they won, you know, Georgia won in nine, nine, eight, seven, and six. So this has definitely gone Georgia's way in, in um, a lot lately. And whether you win this, this this game or not, you know, this is the this is the wrong way to put it. But whether you win this game or not, you still have the ability to win your conference championship. That matters. And uh, for Kirby and them, you know. They just don't seem to let up, y'all. I mean, it's like they just don't seem to let up in any manageable way. It, it, it's, it's. I was talking with an old friend of mine today about college football and could college football change 
in a way that Kirby wouldn't be ready for, in a way that Nick Saban wouldn't be ready for. I mean, is that is that something that could happen? They said no way. And so, you know, what what's the story at Auburn? And generally speaking, I would I would argue at Auburn, Auburn they're just too up and down. Um, now Georgia, you know. Georgia's everyone is slightly up and down, but Auburn really is the extreme. I mean, if you look at 2009, they were uh, I think eight and five. They go to they win the national championship in 2010. 2011, they go I think eight and five. 2012, two and ten, wasn't it? Thirteen, they play for the national championship. Fourteen, eight and five. Fifteen, I think eight and five or something like that. Sixteen, not. I mean, they, they come into the late part of the season, and then they lose to Georgia and lose to Alabama, and their season falls apart. I mean, they already have to deal with LSU, you know, and Mississippi State and those guys, I guess. But, um, you know, last season, 17, they lose to Georgia to end the season, and they lose to Central Florida. They w- pick up a huge win against UW. That was a big win. I mean, it just shows how much better the SEC is than the rest of the country. But... Yeah. They're just too up and down. Now, even when Mark was here, Georgia wasn't up and down the way that Auburn can be. And uh, it's got to be infuriating for Auburn fans to to deal with it as much as they have. Maybe that's why the frustration kicks in pretty quick over there. But what I, what I would say to you is, why are you letting your leaders sign the person up who has been so up and down to a huge contract with a massive buyout? Um I, I don't know the answer to that. And the other, the other thing that I think people don't appreciate about Auburn's situation is they are the only arch rival of, all, of Alabama. They live with them in the state. They always have. They always will. It's It cannot be fun. But um, they are their own little colony. They are their own little tribe. Um, I You know, buddies of mine, I've always described Clemson and, and Auburn as, uh, you know, you're either in the cult or you're not. And... Um, at both of those places, you got to kind of want to go there. Georgia, Alabama, Florida, big state schools, flagship. They got the name of the state. You know, you don't have that at Auburn. You don't have that at Clemson. But they're both they've both been good enough through time to um, you know matter in a big way in their states, obviously, and they also have mattered a lot in football. But for for Auburn, they are their own uh, you know special sauce. They are their own world kind of every sec school is different they all are different in their own way but um auburn is it's uh, it's its own you know it's its own this is this sounds bad it's its own cult it's the same way that clemson is you can't really say that about south carolina or florida tennessee you know I, i i don't know what to say about missouri other than i wish they'd leave the conference um, but Auburn, Georgia is one of the all-time great rivalries in sport. Um, it's, it's, it's its own, the, the, the worst thing that could happen would be, one of the worst things that would happen would be moving this game to September or October. It just wouldn't feel right. You should have to wear a sweater to this game. I mean, that's just... It really feels very un-American if you're not wearing a sweater at this game of some sort. It's uh, The kids do have a lot in common. There's a lot of kids from Georgia that go to Auburn. Um, but 
moving this game to September or something, the way that Auburn wants to, or, or, or maybe they want to move it in October, I'm sorry. Everyone ha- has this problem. Everyone has the tough game in in November and a you know rivalry game at the end of the season. Now some of the November games are earlier if you want to put it like that. You know Georgia Florida is Halloween the way that Clemson Florida State a game that didn't I wouldn't have called a rivalry a long time ago. But both those schools play their in-state cross-conference rival um out of conference rival. Georgia has to deal with Georgia Tech two weeks after Auburn. It's, it's been like that forever. And to sh- to change it, just because Auburn's in a bad place in their rivalry with Alabama, really feel to move the game. I'm not talking about the changing it back to where Georgia would host Auburn in odd years. I'm talking about moving the game. That really feels wrong. That really just, at that stage, I would say, is it really worth having Texas A&M and Missouri in this league? Is the money really worth that much? And people would say, yes, it is. But I would say as a an observer of this game, I've been to this game every year since 1996 with the exception of the 1998 game. I can tell you, Almost everything about this rivalry from the get-go. And if you were to play this game to kick off the season, if you were to play this game the week before Tennessee or the week before the Gators or something weird like that, I just would tell you it's it's just wrong. You know, it's just wrong. Now, if you could move Auburn-Georgia, that means you can move Auburn-Alabama too. Or why can't Alabama and LSU just end the season against one another? How about that? How about we go Auburn-Georgia at the end of the year? And then Auburn plays somebody else or something. Uh, You know, they, they kick off the season with Alabama. No, that ain't right either, is it? So see, just because it's good for one person doesn't mean it makes sense for the league. And the other thing, too, I would, I would, I would add this. If Auburn thinks... That and I'm talking about their administration here. If if they think that the TV network that's going to be paying for this new contract to broadcast the tier one level broadcasts, and this is going to come out in 2025, yeah, 2025, they think that they're going to let that Auburn Georgia game move enough to where it goofs up the ratings. It's like the number twelve rivalry in college football in terms of TV viewership. It pounds UCLA, USC. It it's bigger in terms of number than Texas, Oklahoma. So, the, I mean, case closed. TV is always going to want this game in some fashion. So, I I would just say that moving it it's great. It sounds great in theory, but Georgia is not going to go for playing Florida and then Auburn. They are not going to go for playing Auburn and then immediately Georgia Tech, and I don't think Auburn wants that either. This game belongs where it's at, period. Moving it to September or October, which are the only other choices, it, it just is not right. I mean, it's, it's strange. Auburn has to play LSU at the beginning of the season. 
that is part of our, you know, you're, when you start doing this stuff, you're, you start messing with our body clocks. If, if, you know, Georgia, South Carolina in November is strange enough, but to, to close the season with Georgia, Tennessee or Tennessee, Florida at the end of the season, that's just wrong. It's just weird. It's strange. It's not normal. And this is what we've done because Missouri and Texas A&M have come into the league. The money will be flowing in about six years in a huge way, um, in a way that has not been the case yet, but will be soon. Uh, that that contract will will just crush what it is right now, the contract they've been using since 2009 or eight or whenever it's been. So com- completely disagree with that. I mean, I have no power. I think we all know that. But I also would I also would say to the presidents of the institutions and the uh, athletic directors of the institutions, you need to be real careful about moving this game. If you want to put Florida, Georgia a week after, um, you know, after Halloween, you know, like back it up one more week, and you slide Auburn in there in late October. I just even that's just weird. It should end the way that it ends in the traditional fashion. Auburn, Georgia, then Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Auburn, Georgia Tech. That's the only way to do this. Now you start goofing around and winding up in a situation like the ACC has in basketball where Wake Forest doesn't play North Carolina, NC State, and Duke twice a year. You're killing the sport. You don't want to be NASCAR. That can happen, and this is this is just the this is one thing they should not budge on. Moving South Carolina in November, sometimes you're just gonna have to deal with things. Uh, you would never start the season with Georgia, Florida, with with a hundred almost years of tradition. Why would you move this game? I don't know. I've gotten off on a tangent. I shouldn't. I, I know a lot of y'all come on here for you know insight, etc. But you know this this is an important game. This is a game Georgia should win. They've got the better players. Uh, probably not by a lot if you look at recruiting rankings. Auburn's done okay. But Georgia is a is a pretty fine-oiled machine right now. If it, fine-tuned machine. I don't think fine-oiled is a thing. But um, I expect Georgia to win. I, I don't know it's going to be a blowout. I, it could be. I mean, this game has become a blowout a few times uh, lately in Athens when you start looking at 14 uh, 11, golly, did they, yeah, 14, 11, uh, those two games were blowouts, and obviously had the blackout, which was, which was a blowout, but only at the end, like it really crested against Auburn at the end, so it, it wasn't like your traditional, um, Georgia, South Carolina from 2017, or 2018, where the you know it was just pretty obvious what was going to happen from the start, and the stadium got sucked out of the place. So, um, look, we're I'm excited for this game. I got a lot of friends who are Auburn people and uh, very good people in my business who are at Auburn. Jason Caldwell, Mark Murphy over at Inside the Auburn Tigers. Those guys were great guys, uh, and 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 a lot of you know Auburn people that cover uh, the SEC. So it's a, it's a, it's a great game. It's a great rivalry. Uh, it used to not be dirty. I think it's a little dirty now between the two schools, but it's always fun in late November or middle November, I should say, 
uh, with this game. And that's why I really, really don't, I just hope nothing changes here. Um, my body clock is going to get massively messed up. It's already bad enough dealing with going to uh, Missouri every other year. It's already bad enough playing Missouri every other year. I mean, you're going to play Alabama once every 12 years, I think, or whatever it is. It's just not normal uh, in, the re in the regular season. It's just not normal twice every 12 years. You used to play them all the time. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. That, that, Georgia, that Georgia will play Missouri more times than LSU over a 10-year period is strange. That they will play Missouri more times, excuse me, than Auburn. I mean, than Alabama, than Mississippi, than Mississippi State. That's just odd, y'all. And it's not a good thing for the league, um, I don't think. Again, you don't want to fall into the rabbit hole of NASCAR and start building tracks in Chicagoland or in Kansas or in Kentucky. Stick to what got you here. Don't be weird. I know I'm overdoing it. I get it. But be smart. All right, Dean Leggy, thank you for joining me on the uh, Dean Leggy Show presented by Bank South. Please go support Bank South. They support me and allow all this great coverage. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening watching, etc. We'll see you next week on Dog Post.